Welcome to Postcast where the Utah Jazz blow out the Los Angeles Lakers 113 to 95. We gave you the script of what had to happen for the Jazz to survive these injuries, and it's happening. We'll talk about it coming up on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South 20th East. Located right there, right off the freeway for you. The great mudslide cookies, all the other super fun parts of the store and the great local feel that you can get at 60 South and 20th East. Ron, when the Jazz had these injuries to Dante and Ricky and now Neto and Grayson Allen, I said, we got to do what the Nuggets did. The Nuggets, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray were great. And they've gotten through the Will Barton and the Paul Millsap and the Gary Harris injuries. And it was going to take Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell to be great. Now, a lot of other guys were great tonight too, but to, for them to be great, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have to be great. They were incredible tonight. Well, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, I was very worried because without e- even one point guard, I mean, w- uh, what I mean by that is a point guard that has point guard skills, that's, that's his natural position, uh, it, and to the point where you can be effective, you know, even with even if he's not a, a high-power scorer. So I was very worried, but... It showed me tonight that the type of system that Quinn Snyder uses, that you just need to get into your offense and you can make some good things happen. The Jazz offensively scored a lot of points, but this was a crazy fast game with a lot of shots, and actually numerically the Jazz did not have a great offensive game tonight. What they had was an unreal defensive game tonight, uh, and it started, I thought, in the first five minutes. Our coaches show today, which I would strongly suggest – you go get at Utah Jazz Radio about Rudy Gobert from Quinn Snyder. One question went for three minutes on Rudy. was incredible. Uh, I thought Rudy was dominant in the first five minutes of the game. He, the, They opened the game one for six. He made them miss those five shots. They got out and ran. They got bas- The Jazz got baskets off of it. I, I just thought Rudy came out, national television, Lakers, and completely dominated the game. He, he really did, especially on the defensive side of, of, of the ball, David. But I thought also to add to that is that Royce O'Neal making his first shot, uh, and then he ended up making another one. Donovan Mitchell gets off to a, to a good start offensively there as well. That really got the Jazz going, and and Rudy he's just unbelievable. I mean he is just flat out unbelievable. That the game plan was just like Javale McGee was just hang back in the middle there. Javale McGee would come to Rudy. I uh, wasn't worried about JaVale McGee making any long-range jump shots, and, and Gobert just took care of the rim. Uh, Rudy tonight was just terrific. Donovan Mitchell, 33 points and a career-high nine assists. Yeah, career-high nine assists. Those nine assists run, seven of the nine were three-point shots. So he contributed 25 points off assists and 33 points off of shots. And what that tells me, David, also, because I re- I'm just thinking about why you were describing that, was the skip passes he made to Royce O'Neal. Being a step ahead of the play, knowing where the defense is, 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 uh, is setting up to defend him, and he jumps in the air and throws a skip pass to the weak side of the floor for Royce O'Neal. He, Royce O'Neal, what, he made four threes tonight, uh, even though he, he, he missed a couple of those, but Donovan, being a step ahead of the defense, knew where the next pass was supposed to go. Royce O'Neal's been shooting it very well. He came in at 41% on above the break threes, and he took the first two of the game, both angle left, and he knocked them both down. It sounds crazy, 
But I really think that that changed the game. Hey, he missed those first two. The offense gets stagnant. They get some running out in transition. They feel differently. But instead, the Jazz played ahead the whole night. In fact, the Lakers never led in this ballgame. The Jazz won it wire to wire from the first Royce O'Neal three. And I, it, it sounds crazy in a 20-point blowout tonight, but I'm convinced had Royce O'Neal backroomed those two shots, we have a totally different night. You know, we had a different look from Royce O'Neal. I mean, no, normally we're thinking about his defense. Uh, he can rebound and, and he takes off on a fast break, you know, that type of thing. Uh, tonight, a little different story. Minutes will do a wonders for players sometimes, you know, and when you can get into a rhythm, uh, you can make a couple of shots, make a couple of defensive plays or something like that. You get yourself involved in the ball game. Now things start to change for you. Uh, with him coming off the bench and, and uh, just not getting extended minutes or not being able to get into a rhythm sometimes, it's, it's up to be awfully hard to do. Donovan Mitchell's playing with the ball in his hands the last two games. He's looked fabulous doing it. There was a lot of concern coming in the game about Lonzo Ball's fabulous defense against him. What are we seeing with Donovan Mitchell with the ball in the hands that's different than what we've seen prior? Well, I thought he played with a pace. Remember a few, I don't know, maybe a month ago when he was playing with a little slower pace and was, was picking and choosing good shots and not so much rushing shots. We saw a little bit of that tonight, I, I thought. One thing for him... I think it's going to be very important for him going forward. And I did see that a couple of times now, is learning how to use your screens. Using those screens wisely, uh, setting your, your defender up so you can get where you need to go to, to, uh, you know, to, to, to take a shot, to, to uh, play your offensive game. I think he's getting very good at that. He's got the best screen setter in the NBA. Oh, according to him, absolutely. No, I mean, Rudy really, I mean, Rudy he leads the league in screen assists and probably sets better screens than anyone else in the NBA. Well, Corver said to me, the other night, or at shoot-around the other day on the road, he's never played with someone, Al Horford's close, that is as good a screen setter as Rudy. Well, Corver would know because, you know, he's coming off those screens and he's ready to fire, ready to shoot the basketball. If, if there was anything that I've noticed from Rudy and his screen setting is he's holding him just a little bit longer this year than last year. Last year he was looking for that lob. He Sometimes he... he he set that screen and a little bit of contact, and he's gone because he's looking for that lob, you know. Now he's holding the screen just a little bit longer, uh, and Joe's ankles is being able to turn the corner and keeping that defender with him. And if he doesn't, he gets a layup, and if he, if the defender comes to Joe, then he's going to throw the lob to Rudy. One interesting thing tonight was the role of Lonzo Ball and the Lakers' complete lack of a backup point guard without Rajon Rondo. 38-32, Jazz led this game when Lonzo Ball went out of the game and the Lakers fell completely apart. And really, the same exact thing happened in the third quarter where the Jazz were up like 13, but Lonzo Ball picked up his fifth foul and the Jazz just stretched it out. They really... They really missed Rajon. Oh, they missed LeBron James too. Yeah. But they missed Rajon Rondo. They missed another ball handler tonight. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this before the ball game. How important Rondo is to, to this team. Uh, how smart he is. You know, I'm, this is words coming from uh, some officials, some, some coaches, and, and, and a play-by-play -play announcer of the, of the Los Angeles Lakers that he's just a, a baller. I mean, just that. He's good, he's smart, he understands the game, and they think, seem to think that one day he'll be a coach in this league. Irony is the Jazz playing without four point guards, three and a half, if you call Royce or Grayson Allen. The Lakers are the one who are missing the guy that 
probably dictate the game as much as any in Rajon Rondo. Jazz win it tonight. That is postcast brought to you by the store. Jazz win at 113.95, 8 o'clock start against the Chicago Bulls on Saturday. We look forward to talking to you then.